welcome to the Keep Going Podcast, where we encourage, inspire, and transform lives. My name is Judy Perfect, your host and Keep Going Encourager. Hello, welcome to the Keep Going Podcast. Today, we're going to be talking about redeeming the time, taking time to declutter. Solomon in Ecclesiastes 3 said that there is a time for everything and a season for every activity under the sun. And in the second part of verse 6, he says, a time to keep and a time to throw away. And that's what we're going to talk about today. We're going to talk about what we need to keep and what we need to throw away by decluttering. You know, it's that time of the year that many people make New Year resolutions. They use uh, to lose weight, uh, to exercise more. Maybe you want to talk to your family more, be around them more, go to church more. People set new goals and they and promises to themselves for what they hope to be a new lease on life. And that is getting rid of the old and taking on the new. And, you know, all those, this sounds really great. It's, it's all good. And it's commendable to take a look at your life and want to make some changes. But, you know, it's been said that by mid-January, most of the resolutions and the goals and promises that have been set, by that time, they've been forgotten or deserted. And you might ask, you know, I wonder why. You know, why is this? Why is it that people set all these goals, take all this time, and then two weeks into the year, they've already done away with them. They've already forgotten about them. They're no longer going through with them. So I also would venture to say, that part of the reason is that people don't take time to just declutter. You know, when everything around you is cluttered, you can rest assured that you're not, not just your physical surroundings are affected, but your mind and your emotions are also affected. Many people never make the connection between how a cluttered surrounding might also affect how you think, how you use your time, how you waste precious time because Everywhere you look, things are unorganized or disorganized. So today's episode, I'm going to give you some, uh, it's going to consist of some tips to declutter your surroundings, specifically dealing with three areas where, or three places where we spend a lot of our time. That's in our homes, in our cars, and in our heads or in our minds. Those are the three areas that we're going to talk about decluttering. First, we want to talk about in our homes. You know, we live in this age or this time whereby it's called like the minimalist age. And that's just simply realizing that you really don't need as much stuff as you think you do. And but most of us, you know, probably most of us are still clinging to what I call the maximalist age. Now, that's my term that I created. Meaning that you say to yourself, I need all of my stuff and everything else I can accumulate. That and some more. We accumulate, we add more and more until we don't have space to store it and time to even enjoy it. Then we become a prisoner in our own stuff because with the accumulation comes the upkeep of making sure that it doesn't fade or dry rot. Or just simply fall apart for lack of use. Now, Winston Churchill said, we shape our dwellings and afterwards our dwellings shape us. Clutter is not our friend. 
Even though many people attempt to convince themselves that they know where everything is and that they can find it whenever they need it, clutter is still not our friends. And if you take inventory and find yourself realizing that you do have a lot of stuff in your home and it appears to be disheveled with no order to it, you might want to ask yourself, how how did I get here? How did this happen? You know, I know sometimes it takes a period of years. You know, people just start accumulating stuff and they don't throw stuff away. And that's generally how we get here. But these are some of the other reasons why we get how we get there. And, And these might sound familiar to you. We'll say to ourselves if we're out shopping, well, it was on sale and I just can't beat this price. So we buy it whether we need it or not. Or you might say, gosh, what a bargain. Do you know how much these other stores are selling this for? Or you can say something like, this belongs in the family. I just can't let it go. Sometimes people have family homes that are in the family and they refuse to let it go to sell it or to give it away or to do anything else with it. And it's just literally the home falls apart because it's not being kept up. It's just the thought or the fact that it is the family home and it needs to remain in the family. Then we say things like buy one, get one free. Now you, 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 you feel like you're getting a bargain. You probably are getting a bargain, but the reality of it is that you probably don't even need the first one, let alone the free one that goes with that. But because it sounds so good, we say, buy one, get one free. I need to grab this. I need to get this. And, or you might, this might sound familiar. You know, I might need this one day. Now, I've used this several times when my children have suggested that I get rid of something, especially when it comes to my books. They know how attached I am to my books. And so I'll say, no, I I might need that book. I might need that information. You know, I might need to get something from that. I need to glean something from that. And so I'm just constantly holding on to it. Or you might, this might sound familiar to you also. You know, I paid a lot of money for this. I just can't give it away. Now, it might have been 10 or 20 years when you paid that lot of money. And it's just been lying somewhere in the closet, uh, in your drawer, or somewhere else. And But all you, the only thing that's in your mind is that I paid a lot of money for it, and I just can't give it away. And then lastly, you know, you might say, I just can't let it go. I have too many memories attached to it. And you're just holding on and holding on and holding on because you're holding on to those memories. Now, I'm going to give you some starter suggestions to declutter your home. And before I do that, I'm going to give you an illustration that I use. This is an example that I used to teach one of my nephews one time how to clean the kitchen easily and quickly without drudgery. Okay. First, I shared him with him. The first thing you want to do when you get ready to clean the kitchen up is that you want to look at the surface of the countertops, uh, the tables or anything that's holding some items. You want to look and see what's on it. Secondly, I shared with him, you want to throw away everything that goes in the trash. Immediately you go through, you look at what's on the countertops, the table or anything else that's holding an item and anything that you know you've been cooking or whatever, anything that that needs to go into the trash, you know, it's going to be put in the trash. Go ahead and put all of that in the trash at that moment. Third, I shared stack all your dishes together according to the use. Put your pans together, pans with pans, plates with plates, glasses with glasses, utensils with utensils. You know, you can either rinse them off or you can just go ahead and put them in the dishwasher. 
And then fourthly, I share with him to proceed to wipe all the surfaces clean, including the floor. Now you're ready to go ahead and wash your dishes by hand, or you can go ahead and start the dishwasher. So now you've got a system and the dishwashing becomes easier and it's not something that you're dreading because you've got a system in place. You can see your way because you've decluttered the kitchen in the process of you washing the dishes. Now, I want to take that illustration and compare it to you decluttering your house. The first suggestion is that you set aside some time, a day, or some hours to go through each room and take inventory of what you have and what you need and what's just occupying space. That's the first suggestion. The second one is determine which room you would like to start with. Look at what can go into the trash. These are the things that cannot be passed on to someone else because they are usually not in good condition. Don't try to hold on to them. Don't try to pass them on to someone else. They just need to go into the trash can. The third thing is organize everything in the room. And if books are all over the place, put them on a shelf. If clothes are everywhere, hang them up or put them in drawers. Now, if you have papers or bills that you've had from years ago, 10 years ago, 20 years ago, and you don't need them anymore, shred them. I remember one time uh, I was going through some of my paperwork and gosh, I had paperwork back years back and I had to ask myself, why am I holding on to this stuff? And so I got rid of it. I shredded it. I, I burned it. I can't remember what I did, but I got rid of it. Now, if you still need some of these items, then start your filing system. Get a file cabinet with some folders. Label them so that you can find them later. So when you start looking for whatever you're looking for, it's already labeled and you can immediately go to that. Basically, you're giving each item a place to live. And if it's something that you no longer live, need, give it away or just sell it. So are you holding on to something that's costing you more to keep it? Then instead of just getting rid of it, ask yourself that question. Now, my fourth suggestion is once you've gotten rid of it, clean out and organize. If when you've gotten rid of everything and clean it out and organize the room, you might find that you've got some dust that you hadn't seen for a while. That might be the reason why your allergies continue to give you grief. So. I'm going to encourage you to take the time to give that space a good cleaning and repeat this process for every room, including the garage. If you have a garage space, do the same thing in every room. The lesson here is that to declutter, you need a system. Just as I taught my nephew a system for washing dishes, you can create a system for decluttering your home. You know, when we walk into a room full of clutter, it's hard to us to stay focused or even remember why we even walked into the room in the first place. You know, so you got to ask yourself, why are you holding on to all of this stuff? Jesus said in Luke 12, 15, the second part of that verse, he said, a man's life does not consist in the abundance of his possessions. So all of that stuff that you're holding on to, that is not life. That is not just having that does not mean that you have an abundant life. That is not where your life exists in just having stuff and having things. So be willing to let it go. The second part of this is I want to talk about decluttering our cars. 
you know, as I was preparing this podcast, it was interesting because I called one of my daughters. And as we were talking, she happened to mention, I have got to get my car cleaned out. She said, I have too much stuff in it. You know, I'm always teasing them because uh, sometimes when I get ready to get into that car, I've got to climb over some stuff or else I got to spend time waiting for them to clean out the front seat just to get in it. And I laughed with her. I laughed. And as I shared this with her, I was telling her, I said, you won't believe it, but I'm actually preparing a podcast. And one of the topics is decluttering your car. You know, it's easy for us to allow our cars to get cluttered. Because, you know, we're in and we're out, you know, we're just always on the go with the cars. But a cluttered car can sometimes cause distractions. It can cause us to forget something when we get out of the car, or it can just cause us to lose our focus. It can have the same effect on us as a cluttered home. And for some of us, we spend a lot of time in our cars anyway, so it's almost like being in our homes. Some of us suggest the same process for decluttering the car as I suggested for decluttering your home. Number one, look at what needs to go in the trash and throw it away. Organize the items. Number two, organize the items that you need to keep. Use your glove compartment uh, for important items. Number three, have a trash container to place trash in it. And please don't forget to empty the trash container. And yes, we can take a number four, we can take a little time out to get some of the dust that might have accumulated also in our cars that also might be causing our allergies to flare up when we we might or sometimes think it's something in the air, like we like to say. Number three, decluttering our head. Redeeming the time, taking the time to declutter our head. And by our head, I mean our minds. Just as we hold on to clutter in our homes, we also hold on to clutter in our minds. Now, we've talked about how a cluttered home or a car can possibly cause a, a, a cluttered mind. But be mindful of the fact also now, I, want, I do want to say this, that even though you might be neat as a pen and everything is in order and organized, our minds can still be cluttered with thoughts that are not beneficial or healthy for you. Thoughts that consume a lot of your time, such as worry and fear, unforgiveness, anxiety, hoarded thoughts, those thoughts you refuse to get rid of because they become your comfort zone and you want to hold on to them. But my, my suggestions for decluttering your mind are very similar to decluttering your home and your car. Set aside some time daily and think about what thoughts are occupying your mental space. Start taking an inventory of the kind of thoughts you have. Are you thinking good thoughts or are they troubled thoughts cluttering your mind and occupying valuable space? Decide where you want to start to declutter your mind. You didn't get there overnight, so give yourself some grace and start with what is occupying your thoughts the most. Is it unresolved anger you're harboring? Is it worry? Is it anxiety? Is it fear? Is it finances? Identify what has your mind cluttered and begin to put it in the proper perspective. And number three, just as you use a trash can for unwanted items in your home and your car, create a trash can for unhealthy thoughts that are no longer serving you. Make a conscious decision to rid yourself of these thoughts, allowing space for healthy thoughts to make life better. Once you have decluttered, keep your mind open for new and exciting opportunities to come your way.
You now have space to embrace new thoughts and new ideas and new goals. You can now think on good things. Start this year by decluttering everything that's not serving you. Transform your home, transform your car, and transform your life by the renewing of your mind. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast today. Redeem the time, take time to declutter. And remember, when you declutter, it's going to help you to keep going. Have a great day. Thank you for listening to the Keep Going Podcast. I trust you have been encouraged, inspired, and transformed today. I'm Judy Burpick, and I'm your Keep Going Coach. Make sure you visit me at keepgoingcoach.com. And remember to always keep going.